Good morning. It is 9.07. Coming up at 10.35, the Eagle, Eagle, Eagle. Jennifer Bukowski is going to land. Uh, she's going to talk about some criminal cases that are hot in the news, including Tyree Nichols, the Murdoch case, among others. Uh, she wants to talk about Ronna McDaniel winning the RNC chair. Uh, and Kamala Harris, some Democrats are a little concerned about her political prospects. She's a loser. Uh, then uh, what else does she have? Uh, Mark Hook, another legal case, has been decided. Uh, and gas stoves, not to mention a, a mystery at the Dallas Zoo. All that is coming up with Jennifer Bukowski in about, uh, about uh, 1035. In uh, the meantime, uh, we've got so many things going on here. I almost don't know where to start. Uh, but I guess I'm going to start with Super Bowl. Uh, every football fan would love to go to the Super Bowl. And to tell you the truth, I don't know what the NFL is, is charging. If you were, you know, lucky enough to get in early and buy a ticket, what they would charge. But you can find uh, tickets, only the tickets, for in the neighborhood of $4,000 a piece at the bottom end and on up to how much, Brian? Seventy grand. Uh, yeah, it went way up there for 70? VIP seats, somewhere in the neighborhood of eighty grand. Oh, eighty thousand! <laughs> you imagine? I got a question for actually. Brian came up with this question. I thought it was brilliant. Somebody gave you a pair of tickets to the Super Bowl. Would you go or would you sell the tickets? Would you go or would you sell the tickets? Now. I, I love football. I really do. I'm not a great football fan, but, you know, I keep watching it in hopes that Cleveland eventually <laughs> overcomes its uh, 55 or 60 year um Just drought. wait till next year. Well, yeah. Are you from Cleveland? How did you yeah. know? <laughs> no, I've heard that. Oh, because <laughs> that's, that's our saying, you know. That's yeah. right there. That's your slogan. Yeah, it's right over the Terminal Tower. <laughs> now, wait till next year. Uh, so my question is, Brian's question is, our question is, somebody gave you a set of tickets, say $10,000, and they gave them to you, would you go or would you sell them? 874-9390-800-529-5572. Or you can send me a message at GaryNolan.com. It'll pop up in studio. I got to tell you, Brian, I like football. And there's nothing like the excitement of actually being at a game. But at the same time, I can see everything they're seeing in the comfort of my own home. Yeah, but the atmosphere is just not the same, is it? Well, actually, it's better because I've got my <laughs> bride with me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she'll, uh, she'll... But when you go to a football game, you have to admit that it is electrifying just being there in the environment with all the fans around and the crowd noise and uh, i mean what's more electrifying than getting 10 or twenty thousand dollars yeah i get that and uh, i mean that's electrifying yeah i understand that too so i would i would sell the tickets and take the money watch the game from home what would you do I, I would now sell. I, know. The, I would sell the tickets. Yeah, you were just. <laughs> you're just trying. To I talk was taking me. the other side. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> you get somebody gives you a, a couple of tickets. Uh, you know, ten, twenty grand uh, to go to the Super Bowl, 
Are you going to go? It. It's just not worth it. $25,000 a ticket? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I thinking... mean, I'll, I'm all for enjoying that environment, but it's not worth that much. No. You got to you got to get the airplane uh, tickets, you got to find accommodations, you got to find traffic. Those, uh and and nah, just too much of a crowd. No, I'm I'm selling the tickets and pocketing the money. I wouldn't ask my bride that question. If if I asked Gwen, uh, if somebody gave you those tickets, would you go? She would, she would go, especially if it were the Pittsburgh Steelers. No kidding. Wow. Oh yeah, if it were the Pittsburgh Steelers, there is no holding her back. Uh, I would, I would have to, uh, I'd have to call off work because uh, I'd have to go. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I, I like watching the game at home. I can get up and and make something a snack, or actually, Gwen does. Um, I'm and warm you don't and have to go to the bathroom with strangers, and <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a whole. But yeah, nobody's picking my pocket. <laughs> it's, it's just I think sell the tickets. That's where I stand. Uh, but uh, some true fans out there might disagree. Eight seven four ninety three ninety eight hundred five two nine five five seven two. Or GaryNolan.com. Let me go to the phones, kick it off with Steven. Steven, somebody gives you a couple of tickets. They're worth twenty grand. Are you going to the Super Bowl, or are you trading them in? you selling them? I love football. Never been to a live game professionally. They're sold. Way to go, <laughs> man, after my own heart. Yeah, I can go to another game, uh, and it'll be a lot less expensive. Uh, and... and uh, uh, yeah, the, the Super Bowl is just not worth it. Right. All right, Stephen, you're in our corner. Thank you. Yep. All right, glad to have you on the Gary Knoll. And he's never been to a professional football game. So, I mean, that's... Uh, Roy says, sell the tickets, buy a new home theater system, pizza and beer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I had thought about that, Roy. But, but you're right. Uh, for that $20,000, you can have the biggest screen in the history of television... Uh, in your house uh, with an incredible sound system. Oh, yeah. I'm selling them. Anybody out there keeping them? Anybody out there want to go that badly that they, would, they wouldn't they would sell them? And, you know, the closer to the game, the more money you're going to get. Uh, let's. See. Of course, we are talking about selling them legally, uh, however you do that. Robert, welcome. How are you? I'm doing good. You need to think outside the box. I sell one to finance my trip to go. And then you leave the the wife behind. Uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> A one-way ticket's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Robert will soon be divorced. You are in so much trouble. Yeah. Oh, my God. you got to hope she's not listening, Robert. All right. <laughs> yeah. So you'd sell one and use the uh, to, to fund the trip. Yes. And go alone. Okay. Yes. All right, Robert. Thank you. <laughs> Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Hope, hopefully you'll be a listener tomorrow. Woo! Uh, that's interesting. Uh, all right, so give me a call. Let me know what you would do if you'd sell the tickets uh, and uh, pocket the money or if you would go. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about automobiles. And it, it, actually, in the context of, do you realize how in Flipping credible, how incredibly powerful government is. I mean, 
and I'm going to talk about this on a completely different level than you think. And I'll do that in just a few minutes on the Gary Nolan Show. It is the Zimmer Radio Network. It is 19 minutes after 9 o'clock. Glad to have you with us. Uh, the Eagles Legal Eagle, Jennifer Bukowski, going to be with us about an hour from now, a little bit more, about uh, 1035. Uh, and there are several criminal cases that are hot in the news. And uh, she is, of course, a brilliant criminal defense attorney. We'll see what she thinks about uh, some of those cases. Uh, in the meantime, we're talking about the uh, Super Bowl. It's coming up shortly. Somebody gave you some tickets to the Super Bowl. If you had a couple of, uh, you know, because they're easily uh, 20 grand for a pair of tickets on up to uh, 70 or 80 grand. Somebody gives you a, a couple of tickets. Are you going to go to the game or are you going to sell the tickets? Uh, Ralph says, uh, I'd sell them even if it was a regular season game. Couldn't get me to go to a place that crowded. I think I'm kind of with him on that. Uh, Chuck is on the line. Chuck, good morning. Going or selling? Oh, I would sell. There's no guarantee you'd enjoy it if they lost, for sure. And I know I'd enjoy having that money. <laughs> you greedy. You are so greedy, it, Chuck. It's an opportunity well, it, to watch the Super Bowl. People are dying to go. They'll pay 80 grand for a couple of tickets and you're going to you're going to pass? Well, let them die. I'll, I'll even buy their casket for them, and I'll still have a good time. <laughs> okay. Chuck, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Well, it's been about uh, 10 minutes now, and we have no one that would go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? That's really surprising. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, I was uh, looking at a couple of stories in the news that, that deal with cars, uh, and I am more than anything a car guy. If you look at the history of the United States, uh, even before the Model T, cars were, we were the, the car culture capital of the world. And then Henry Ford comes along with the assembly line and the Model Ts come rolling out. And from there, it's like a rocket taking off. By the 1950s, we've got Hemi-powered vehicles and V8s all over the place. The 1960s, we've got muscle cars and Luxo land yachts. The Europeans are driving these little poop boxes uh, that have four cylinders. Uh, some of them uh, just have a door that opens in the very front. I mean, they are, they're nowhere near what we are driving. So we continue to be the car, car culture of the world. We... We had everything and in spades. It was extravagant, the stuff that we had. Um, they were big and they were fast and they were chrome-laden and they were just works of art. Now, all of a sudden, that's turning around. Why is that? Well, I would argue it's the power of government. Think about how much power they wield. That they could turn the world's greatest car culture upside down. They and they and they've it's like who who would have believed they could do that? Who would believe they'd have that kind of power? But they do. There is uh, an article about pickup trucks. 
that um, it, it, it just sort of um, makes the case because apparently that's the next target. Those big, powerful Luxo land yachts and muscle cars have been whittled down. Everything is shaped like a teardrop. Everybody is worried about global warming, and they've made this, the American car culture, some kind of an evil trade where, uh, you know, we're just too extravagant. Now it's the pickup truck. They're coming after your pickup. Brian, you got a pickup truck. They're coming after it. I do. I purchased that to prove my masculinity. It, it, you know, that's, that's, that's the main reason I bought it. Yes. Because uh, when I get in it, you know, I feel like a, a big man. Petromasculinity. Yes. Now, I never heard I'm that not, word before I read that. Yeah. Um, but that's what, you know, they're also arguing they're dangerous. <laughs> really? Pickup trucks are dangerous. Yeah. Um, this is... Crashes killed 16 children under the age of 18 during the first nine months of the year. At least 23% higher than any full year under Vision Zero. And five more children than were killed in all of 2021. 13 were killed by large vehicles like SUVs, pickup trucks, and vans, or buses. So, apparently, they're coming after your pickup truck. They've, they've already destroyed the car culture, and they're going forward. I mean, they literally have taken us from V8 to batteries. <laughs> I'm In America. Sorry. And you know, how much power do they wield? That they can tell you, and it, a state can say, you can't own that. You can't buy a gasoline-powered vehicle in several states in just a few years. How much power do they wield that they can flip the entire culture of the United States? When I was growing up uh, in Ohio, 16 was the magic age. At 16, you could get your driver's license, and every kid that I knew wanted a driver's license. Because they couldn't wait to drive a car. Today, kids don't care. It's been killed for them. If you want a high-performance American car that r rivals uh, anything that was sold uh, in the 1960s, you got, like, four choices. You can go to Ford and get a Mustang. You can get a Chevy, Camaro, or a Corvette. You can go to Dodge and get a Challenger or a Charger. And after that, things start to taper down pretty fast. They literally have changed the culture. They've already flexed their muscles and closed down businesses because of COVID. Shut down schools because of COVID. There is nothing big government can't do to you. Am I alone in thinking this is a dangerous trend? Because it's government that's killing all this. It's government that's telling you and telling your children how evil the automobile industry is. And how uh, it's 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 got to stop, and we got to go to battery-powered cars, and they've all got to get X number of miles, and then we have to, of course, meet their crash standards and all of these other rules and regulations. And they've killed it. They had the power 
to kill the car culture, the power to kill your small business, the power to destroy education. I don't know about you, but I think it's too much power. I really do. And it, 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 what is so amazing to me is the flip. It just sort of happened. They've got all this power and they're flexing their muscles. They're showing you what they can do. They're testing you constantly. It's like constantly poking and poking and looking to find a weak spot. And it was cars, now it's pickup trucks. Um, they never stop. Whether it's guns, cars, trucks, businesses, your health, the government controls it. That's like stopping the mighty Colorado River. It's like reversing the Mississippi. How did they, how did they get that much power? 874-9390-800-529-5572. And if you've got a pickup truck like Brian does, you better sell it. I am You're an assault a, truck. You're going to be one of the bad guys. <laughs> Les, good morning. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Brian, you're okay. I got two pickup trucks. All right. Oh, man, you are the epitome of evil. <laughs> I've got a diesel F-250. Oh, you should be ashamed of yourself. Smoking them if you got them. I predict, Johnny Carson predicts, in two, three years, all electric cars will be recalled and banned from production because... A, they're bad for the environment. We all know that. The destruction of the Mother Earth. But they will automatically ignite going down the road if they get wet, if they get hot. The fumes off the battery combust. Oh, my God. They're a health, health hazard. They all ought to be recalled right now. Right now. Because they're a health hazard to all of these. It takes over six eight thousand gallons of water even to put the things out because they reignite, reignite, reignite. Battery electric cars are a health hazard to the population. They all need to be recalled. And we all need diesel, big, huh, muscle trucks. See you, Gary. All righty. We all need big diesel muscle trucks. See, I'm not a big fan of pickup trucks. I've never owned one. I don't want one. I like it that Brian has one. I can so you borrow. can borrow it, borrow it for your lumber trips. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that works out perfectly. Yeah. We don't all need those damn big, Correct, big yeah. trucks. Just a couple of you. You don't even put any gas in it, you know? Well, I didn't drive it that far. Uh, 70, 80 miles, and it was done. <laughs> Half a tank, you could afford that. Yeah. Uh, I paid for your windows. Uh, uh, so... And by the way, there is um, a thing called e-fuels, synthetic fuel, uh, which could put a stop to electric cars, could stop that in their tracks. Wow. Who'd have, who'd have thunk it? I'll give you some details on that. Uh, Rich, I've only got, what do I have? Uh, oh, Rich, hang on a second, okay? All right. I will put you on hold. Uh, the power of the government to, to literally control your entire world. Scares me. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show.
They literally, through big government, have altered the culture in America. They want it more European-like. They want you driving those little poop boxes that they drive in Europe. And so the country that was, you know, the car culture of the world has literally been turned on its ear by big government. All these states are saying, we're not going to let you sell your vehicle if it's an internal combustion engine. So the auto manufacturers, if they want to sell in those states, have to comply. They've, they've laid this out so they have all this power. And then there's this uh, uh, zero, uh, uh, vision zero. Like the bike paths, it spreads. Starts in progressive cities run by crappy governments like Columbia. And goes from city to city. Vision zero. Like they could, like they, they can somehow stop anybody from getting in a fatal car accident. Your vision may be zero, but it's more to do with uh, a lack of understanding. You could, you could eliminate uh, all automobile fatalities. Maybe you just completely ban the automobile. Or Brian suggested uh, you could drop the speed limit to, say, five miles an hour. Economists call that diminishing returns. But this is what they do. Oh, we got uh, 19 kids that died because they were in an accident with a big truck. So let's eliminate pickup trucks? That's their mentality. And they've discovered they have the power to do it. They control you at every level. Rich, thanks for hanging on. Hey, the next thing they're going to take is our, our uh, boats and, and motorhomes. Yeah, absolutely. Course, you know, they don't need them. Yeah, uh, unless you're transporting goods across the ocean, why do you have to be out there? That's right. Yeah. Have a good day. All right, thanks, Rich. Have they started uh, working on electric boats yet? I haven't yeah. heard of that, but yeah, how do I'm you, sure it's coming. How do you charge that when you're uh, in the middle of a lake? <laughs> I, I, I don't, don't know. know. But that's what they're doing. Uh, let's see. Cummins has destroyed a hard... What is this? Cummins has developed a hydrogen-powered engine to replace the diesel engine and have it ready to produce. You can look it up and see it online, etc. The problem with hydrogen power is getting the hydrogen extracting the hydrogen. They don't like that either. They don't want us digging up the cobalt in the United States because it's bad for the environment, but it's okay to do it to South Africans where they're working for $10, $2, I'm sorry, $2 a day. That's okay. Well, Bernie's headed up there to uh, promote minimum wage, so yeah. that may be fixed in a So then the price of the battery-powered car goes up 20 grand. <laughs> that, thank you. Uh, the future of classic fossil fuels seems to be just about settled. This is a story by Adrian Monroe. Uh, the negative effects that come from tens of millions of drivers burning gasoline on a daily basis. This is the, this is the crap that they've been selling people. But apparently there is e-fuel. Uh, it's a synthetic fuel created by carbon and water. Uh, when they're mixed and subjected to the process of electrolysis, uh, you end up with something that gasoline-powered cars can burn as uh, just like gasoline. Uh, this causes uh, this electrolysis 
makes a, a chemical reaction, transforms the water and carbon into synthetic fuel uh, by altering the chemical structure of the atoms. And I guess they get the carbon out of the air that allegedly has been, you know, put out there by driving your car. Uh, so when it burns, it's carbon neutral. If they develop that, then uh, the battery-powered car goes the way of the dodo bird. But they're in such control. They have so much power. I don't know. John, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Hey, Gary. Have you seen where these people been buying these electric scooters in big cities? And they take them and they, they run them all over everywhere. Then they take them into their apartment building. They take them up in the elevator to their apartment. And then the batteries explode and catch on fire and burn the apartment building up. Yeah, I've seen those stories. Well, that's that's going to be the way of electric. But I'm, I can tell you right now that the I think, it's my personal opinion, that this COVID thing was a test to see what they could make us do as far as complying with getting a shot and how they could lie to us and tell us that it's a good thing and it ain't going to hurt you and all this and people done it anyway. But, Gary, the only way you're going to stop this mentality and this idea is with some kind of force. And once they do away with the Second Amendment and get a bunch of liberal judges in there, uh, there's no way you're going to be able to stop them anyway. And, and Republicans, what, regardless of what people think, most Republicans are not there to help you. They're not there to help you. You have to know the candidates. You have to know their heart. You have to know their morality. You have to know everything. And just because it has an R on it doesn't mean they're there to help you. Look at look at the power that, like you said, that they have now and how they've gained it. That mostly by lying to people. Yep. You know. Yeah, we need the government to regulate this because somebody might get hurt if we don't. And the next thing you know it, they're regulating your food, they're regulating your medicine, they're regulating your vehicle, they're regulating your business. They regulate everything. Well, they have your to. Your light bulbs. Your yes. Yes. Your, to your toothpaste. Your baby's formula. Yes. They have to. Why, Brian? Well, because you're, you're too stupid. stupid. John, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Yeah, he's right. Light bulbs. I forgot about light bulbs. Uh, uh, it's irritating. Tony, welcome. How are you? I am good. Um, what kind of car do you drive? I mean, what type of vehicle do you drive, Gary? Uh, I drive a V8 uh, gasoline-powered uh, vehicle. And, Brian, you drive a V8 truck? That's correct, yes. Okay, I drive a three-quarter ton diesel, and uh, they can change all the laws they want. Um, there's still going to be diesel fuel for farm equipment. I mean, here in southwest Missouri, there will be. Uh, certain parts of the country, there will be. But there may not be in Pennsylvania or Virginia. You know, the farms are much smaller in that, that region than here. So I'm not too worried, awful worried about it. It's the compliance part. See, Government is only as powerful as if you comply with it. I mean, I'm not telling anyone to break the law. I'm just saying there are some laws that on any given day we pick and choose to obey. Speed limit, one, like right now. <laughs> but um, it's the compliance that uh, it gives them their power. So if you don't comply or if you just ignore it, uh, which a lot of people do when it comes to tax laws, and like if I do a job and the customer pays in cash, maybe I don't report it all. 
Maybe I just kind of don't put it in the account at all. Maybe I just pay my guys out in cash and we call it a good week. Uh, it's the compliance. It's if you comply. So yeah, and when I have you no don't, intention. And when you don't comply, if they can catch you, they make an example out of you, scaring everybody else into complying. But just remember, Gary, it's, it's like our former Governor Nixon said. It's only wrong if you get caught. That's the thing you need to go by. Y'all have a great day. All right, Tony, you too. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, Roy is uh, is waiting on the winds here in the wings. Well, Roy, welcome. How are you? I'm good. You already know what upset me, don't you? Nothing I said. Oh, something you said. Two words. You put two words together now. I know you were led off into the woods and beaten severely, but there is no such thing as synthetic fuel. The most basic uh, physics or engineering entropy always increases. You cannot create fuel because it will cost you more energy than you get back out. One of the main reasons the idea way. of synthetic fuel looks so reactive uh, to car lovers is that they will be able to keep their combustion engines that they're so fond of today. Unlike other fuel sources proposed as alternatives to electric e-fuels, can power a traditional combustion engine without the need to modify it. Uh, these people um, are real thrilled with this idea. Yeah, well, when you get to the energy basis, it doesn't have one. There isn't any there there. It's carbon neutral. That's what they care about. No, it's not. Yeah, it's it's taking the carbon out of the air, the CO2 out, out of the air. I'm, I'm sorry. Carbon neutral is another two words that should never go together. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're just cost shifting. You can't do it with energy. They're shifting costs. Makes All me right. mad. You probably can tell it makes me mad. Yeah, I can tell. All, All right, right, Roy. Thank you. Uh-huh. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, talk about the federal government taking money. How about the Department of Transportation physicals we have to take just to drive a DOT vehicle? But I'm okay to drive a personal one, a one-ton uh, dually truck. They make so much money on a stupid rule. Uh, yeah, they do. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. It's uh, 9.50, and uh, Jennifer Bukowski, the Eagle legal eagle is going to be with us talk about several criminal cases including uh the the five police i guess there's now six people um uh, and and others uh charged with murder in uh tennessee and uh, she's going to talk about that uh that guy that apparently blew his son's head off and murdered his wife uh those are all coming up and a couple of other criminal cases she is of course a, a brilliant criminal defense attorney. She'll be with us at uh, 1035. In the meantime, somebody sent me a link. We've been talking about uh, the government having the power to destroy the automobile industry. They're going after pickup trucks now. Uh, they've been going after the internal combustion engine. And somebody sent me an email and said, look up the RPM Act. I'd never heard of this. But apparently they need legislation to protect racing. Uh, you know, if, if you uh, are into NHRA or any of those uh, uh, races around the country, uh, apparently they need protected from big government. And they've written up and introduced the RPM Act, which, uh, you know, used to stand for uh, rounds per minute. Um, it, the RPM Act made incredible progress in the 2021-2022 session of Congress. And listen to this. 
in addition to more than one and a half million letters advocating for the RPM Act from the grassroots motorsports community to Congress, SEMA and PRI worked with Richard Petty to meet personally with key lawmakers in Washington, D.C. and with NHRA top fuel driver uh, Antron Brown to testify before the U.S. Senate Environment and Public Works. That shouldn't be necessary. You, you shouldn't need to write a law to protect motorsports. That's, that's incredible that they would have that power. And it, they got one and a half million letters, and they haven't decided to pass this? How irresponsible is Congress? This is insane. This is really crazy. Wake up, America. Rick on trucks, good morning. How are you? Great, Gary. You know, uh, a fad that happened, four, four-door crew cab pickups became more popular because of safety for your children and your wife to be in a bigger vehicle than these little cars that the government was trying to push. And, uh, you know, out here in the country, and even the guys that come and mow your yard, they're coming with crew cab pickup trucks. Uh, Out here in the country, very little news in the farming community without a heavy four-wheel drive pickup truck. And this is all about destroying the food supply also as long as they have 50,000 commercial airplane flights in the United States polluting our air, they need to shut up about transportation of on the ground, whether it's farming or just to get to work. Um, yeah, 3M is working on a remarkable rubber band for propeller-driven aircraft. Uh, they'll, they'll crank it up, and it'll take you from uh, Columbia to Pittsburgh on, uh, on one, uh, one stretch. Yeah, I'm just kidding, of course. Left <laughs> touched on uh, six thousand gallons of water to burn out, put out a burning Tesla. Well, of course, that's just them going after Tesla. But yes, these electric vehicles are worse than hey, what we have. Rick, they're telling people don't park them in the garage. I know. Park your car outside so your house doesn't burn down. Come on, let's knock this crap off. I'm sorry. I, I Really, it does. It irritates the hell out of me. Rick, thank you for the call. Amen. All right. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. It does. It just it irritates me that they have such power and that we keep, we keep thinking they're going to change. But they're not. It's just going to get worse. Oh, 16 children. And, and this, this uh, Vision Zero, we've got it in Columbia. I wouldn't be surprised if they've got it in Springfield. And and I remember when they started pushing this a year or two ago, I remember talking about this. It's stupid. But if they can scare you, you know, they'll they'll pass this stuff. They'll foist it off on you. By the way, gas prices have jumped for five straight weeks. Experts say it's unlikely to drop soon, the price of gasoline. I told you this in the summer. I said when the gas prices started coming down, they're going to go back up again. The government is, is wreaking havoc. Gas prices continuing to rise. Uh, to start 2023, experts say the price is unlikely to turn around anytime soon. 
Greedy gas station owners. Yes. Greedy oil companies. Yes. It's always greedy somebody. Yeah. And Putin. Yeah. Uh, let's see. In Springfield, Tony is on the line. Good morning, Tony. How are you? Good morning. You haven't, uh, on all this truck talk, you have brought up, uh, and I don't know if you can put this in the inflation figure or not, but what pre-def trucks or deleted trucks, how much they have went up. What, deleted or, trucks? What do you mean? It, it took all the, the def stuff off of them so they don't catch on fire and burn. Or just pre, pre-def, anything before 2010. They sold a Peterbilt with half a million miles on it in Illinois last week for $198,000 pre-def. I am still confused. Pre-def, what is def? Def is the stuff you have to put in new diesels now to burn off the emissions. Oh, I see. It's an additive that supposedly cleans up the the exhaust. Yeah, and and they burn it like 1,500 degrees or something. So and that's people what don't catches all these trucks on fire. So everybody wants what they call pre-def trucks. And there was a Peterbilt sold in Illinois at an auction for $198,500 pre-def with a half a million miles on it. Well, half a half million miles on some of those trucks is, is not uncommon. It's just that's a huge no, amount of money a- for a vehicle that old. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, so and and pickup pickups are the same way. I mean, if you got a either pre ten or something that's been deleted, they're they're worth an enormous amount of money compared to what they should be worth. Wow, yeah, they're screwing the pooch here, and we're the ones paying the price. Tony, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan show. What do I have time, Brian? Uh... All right, so I'm not going to be able to get these calls in in this segment, but I will. Uh, And uh, we've also got an MIT professor talking about COVID vaccines. I'll play the audio for you. Jennifer Bukowski, the Eagles legal eagle, is going to be with us talking about some criminal cases that are in the news. All that is coming up in the next half hour right here on the Gary Nolan Show. You can, by the way, send me a message. uh, If you uh, are a little shy about talking on the radio or calling up, you just go to your computer and go to GaryNolan.com, send me a message, pop up right here in studio. Otherwise, pick up the phone, give me a call, 874-9390-800-529-5572. Gary Nolan Zimmer, Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show.